Hello, Rant fans. Welcome back. Thanks so much for listening in. This is Dr. Edwards with Lunch and Rant. I really have some great stuff to talk to uh, you about today. Let's talk about Medicare and Medicaid not covering the costs of what they do. Now, you all may remember back in whatever, President Obama's tenure that there was the ACA which was passed and it greatly expanded the availability of Medi-Cal to people who did not make very much money. Or, or in the case of nationwide Medicaid here in California, it's called Medi-Cal. I'm sure it's called other things in other states, which I don't care about because I love California. Um, great. So I thought at the time, I'm like, well, that's nice you know, at least we'll get some money for these patients who haven't been paying us. Here's the problem. If you're getting some money, but it is not even close to what it takes to actually care for the patient, and you're no longer allowed to ask the patient to contribute any money because you're getting some money, then it becomes very difficult to run your hospital. So a case in point, uh, homeless people, Obviously, they come in all the time. They use our emergency departments. They're covered by Medi-Cal. Um, they weren't going to pay us anyways, right? So no big deal. We'll take care of them. Next up, let's talk about your just standard blue-collar people working a job or people working a service job who do, in fact, make money but before couldn't afford to get insurance on what they get paid and don't have employer-paid benefits. Okay. These are people who probably could pay 100 bucks or 200 bucks or 300 bucks for their visit to the emergency department. Well, what does Medicaid pay us? Uh, maybe about 60 bucks, 100 bucks. And if you think that covers the time I spend with that patient, you're out of your mind. Um, I see roughly in a 10 hour period, I will see anywhere between 17 and 22 patients for, per hour, uh, not per hour, but I mean per shift, depending on how busy and how sick they are and because most of the not very sick patients are siphoned off by the mid-level or the advanced practice clinicians like nurse practitioners and PAs, most of the patients I see are actually pretty sick and or very complicated. So I'm generally limited to roughly 1.8 to 2 patients per hour. So if I'm getting paid Medi-Cal rates for a significant number of those patients, that means that I am bringing in at best for those patients somewhere around $120 an hour. Now, I don't want to get into how much I get paid because it's more than that. Um, because I would not do this job for less than that. Believe me, I'd much rather go work at Starbucks, honestly, um, or do what I'm doing, which is open my direct primary care practice. And frankly, my friends, it's not about the money. The problem is I don't want to do this for 40 to 60 hours a week because that would be deadly. I would not survive that. Um, and I am not going to do that. I am going to take care of my health first and foremost. So most emergency physicians don't work more than roughly 100 to 120 hours per month. You know, we work somewhere around anywhere from 25 to 30 hours per week. Some emergency physicians work more than that, and I have a word for them. They're crazy, right? But whatever, they're managing it and God bless them. But for me, in order to remain sane and, uh, and really continue to care about my patients, I need to limit myself which means I'm not going to work more than roughly 20 to 30 hours in the emergency department each week. Um, and so when you start to count that up, 
against all the years that I spent in training, all the money I spent to get there, even though the Navy paid for it in large respect, uh, and believe me, they got their pound of flesh. Um, I, I spent a long time not earning money that I could have been earning learning how to be a doctor. And so I want to make a certain amount of money to do that business, right? And if I don't make that certain amount of money, the plain truth is I'm not going to be there and neither are many of my colleagues. We're all very competent people who can do other things with our life. So what's going to happen, right? If all these people are on Medi-Cal and all these people are on Medicare, which roughly pays something like maybe if we're lucky, two or $300 to the emergency physician and another couple hundred dollars to the hospital. Well, uh, then we have to make that up with private insurance. This becomes highly dependent on where your hospital is. If your hospital's in a wealthy area, more people have private insurance and you're probably gonna do okay. That is until the private insurance starts to say, well, wait just a darn minute. If that's all Medicare is paying, why do I have to pay more than that? Why am I making up for what Medicare is paying? If you'll accept what Medicare is paying, that must mean that that's adequate. So we're gonna pay what Medicare is paying. This becomes a problem because Medicare is not pulling their weight. They are not pulling their freight. And oh my gosh, Medi-Cal is not. I have a pediatrician that I went to lunch with a couple years back and I was talking to her about her practice and she has Medi-Cal patients. And she was saying that for an annual visit, which really she should spend roughly 30 minutes with that kid, she gets paid $12 an hour, $12 a visit, not even an hour. So $12 an hour means that in order for her to pay not just herself, but her staff, she would have to see, gosh, 12 patients in an hour. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you do the math, right? You do the math. So if there's co-pays, right, if they have some other kind of different insurance and they have to pay co-pays, usually around $70, frequently that's all she gets for that visit. That's all she gets. She gets nothing from the insurance company. So you figure she's got a ton of office staff, she's got to pay her lease, she's got to pay herself, she's got to pay her malpractice. There's not a whole lot of money left over for that doctor at the end of the day. How do doctors get around this? Well, what they do is they get bought up by hospitals or groups associated with hospitals, and then they can charge for a clinic that is nowhere near the hospital. They can start to charge a facility fee. These would be $1,000, right? Well, then they can use that facility fee to pay the staff, and so they can use the money that the doctor brings in from Medicare, Medi-Cal, and private insurance to pay the doctor, ideally as little as possible. Uh, this doesn't really work well, because what happens is instead of having your small, private, local doctor and a lot of variety in who you can choose for care, you are stuck with these big, huge groups which probably don't care about you as much as you would like. Uh, I'm not saying the doctors don't care about you, I do, but they're looked on as revenue generators, right? They're revenue centers, they're factories, and you are a widget. And the best way for that facility, that hospital, to make money off of that doctor is to have that doctor push through as many patients as fast as they possibly can. And Medicare has cottoned onto this, so, <laughs> so what they do is they just continually basically reduce the reimbursement, right? They expect doctors to be more and more and more efficient. They want us to do less with more. Well, I'll tell you what we can do with less. It's less. We can do less with less. You know what we need to do more? More. We need more doctors. 
We need a lot more doctors. And I'm going to talk about that because that's very interesting how we get to have trained physicians. Um, that's my next rant, actually. So we are doing basically less with less. And guess who gets the less? It's the patients, right? It's the patients. And ultimately what happens is many of us get driven out of hospital-based medicine and even clinic-based medicine because we cannot sustain the number of hours it takes to see the number of patients that we need to see in order to get paid adequately, adequately, right? As much as a, a plumber, really. Um, working, we're working, you know, 60, 80 hours a week, some of these clinic physicians, and they usually do all their notes at home instead of spending time with their family. Again, is this a problem for you? I don't know. Have you been to see your doctor lately? Did you enjoy the experience? Um, did it help you? So these are important questions, and thank you for listening to Lunch and Rant. Um, if you would like Medicare and Medicaid and uh, insurance, really, to start pulling their freight, you really need to talk to, again, your local congressman, your senator. Um, you need to look for alternatives to insurance, particularly if you're an employer. There are many alternatives to commercial insurance for you. And so if you have questions about that, please give me a call. Again, I'm Dr. Edwards. Thank you for your comments and questions. You have been listening to Lunch and Rant, and have a beautiful day. Thank you.